This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to Community Connection. Today we are focusing on getting to the end of this year and moving on to the next year. And, and a big part of that is our physical health and our physical well-being. Um, today we have Joyce Bruett on from the YMCA. Joyce, what is it? Is it spirit, mind, and body? Is that the triangle? Yes. Okay, that's what I that's what I remember, but I wasn't sure. See, see those uh those little signs really do help. <laughs> so Joyce, tell us about what you do at well, tell us about what you don't do. I mean, you do so much. Tell us what what your role is with the YMCA. Well, I'm pretty much the overseer of all the programs and special events, and I coordinate with other agencies to make sure that we are meeting all the goals for Danville area and Vermilion County, so we work with Project Success and um Survivor Resource Center and Rosencrantz and other agencies like that so that we can make sure that we're getting, especially that mind part uh, with so many um, adults, children um, having mental health issues that that they get that physical education that they, they so desperately need and social interaction that they find at the Y. Definitely. And, you know, speaking of the social interaction part, I, I can go back to my experience there. So it's obviously been a few years, but at one point I was the rep for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and I had an office at the YMCA, and one of the things that I really noticed was the community, and again, of course, this has been a number of years now, but anytime I come into the Y, I feel that community. That's what we aim for. We we have an enormous senior population, and some of their favorite time, other than the classes, of course, and they just love on their instructors, is their um, coffee time afterwards in our community room and um, that just socialization after the class is over where they can talk and, and visit and catch up. So like our water exercise classes, there's so many people in that class that it's literally a, a line to get through the showers at the end. So quite a few of them will just stay in the pool and, and visit for up to a half an hour afterwards. So it's just lovely to see. And Joyce, I personally got to witness that because I was bringing uh, my grandson there for swim lessons. And so his, his lesson was, was like right after the water aerobics. And um, it definitely, I, I couldn't believe how many people were in the pool and you, they were having the best time. And you're exactly right. Even after the class was over, they were just hanging out in the pool, talking. And and then when we finally got done with our lesson, like an hour later, we went upstairs and, you know, there they are still conversing. And like you said, sitting there having coffee and just enjoying each other's company. Yes, it's one of our favorite things to see, especially with our senior population that from COVID where everybody got so trapped inside and they were really longing to get back in the building because some, for some people, that's that's their day. They they just absolutely enjoy coming in and having that time with, with others. Mm-hmm. Do they still do the potlucks, Joyce? We do. We do those quarterly. So we just had one in November. And our next one will be uh, around Valentine's Day in February. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember and, that was always a great day. <laughs> yes. They, they just, there's, there's, they're so enjoyable to sit and, and talk with. And they give us tons of, of great feedback and um, information about how the why is going. So we, we also love those 
those um, events as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I appreciate their experience. So, like, you know, I had three three grands I was trying to wrangle in the dressing room, the family dressing room, and get everybody ready and that. And, you know, they're just, like, smiling and talking about the boys are cute and basically just calming me down. And I, I, I appreciate their experience and their wisdom. Yes. Well, let's take our first break, Joyce, then we'll come back and we'll start talking about some of the different events and programs. And we'll talk about getting ready for this new year. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Joyce Bruett from the YMCA, and we are getting ready to talk about a number of different things going on there. Joyce, I I know sometimes that you can't talk about things going on, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention Linus and what was happening with an executive director search, because, of course, that's been in the news. So anything you can say? Oh, uh, we've known for a bit that he was planning his retirement. He's planning on staying in the community and making this his home after he is uh, finished working at the Y. So we're excited about that, that that keeps that connection in the community for us and and gives our upcoming CEO when we go through that search process, a a resource here still in the community. Yeah, I think that will be really important. And actually, Joyce, I I don't think you know this, but Linus lives next door to my daughter. So we'll we'll see them every now and then. And, you know, it's really great that they're going to be staying in the community. But I've been through executive director searches. I, I know they can be a little strenuous, but it's so wonderful exactly how you said it, that there's going to be a resource there. And then, of course, you and some of the other employees who have been been or known the why for such a long time um, is going to be such a great tool for the new person. We're hoping. We're hoping it's a nice, smooth transition and that the community hardly won't notice the, the blip and mm-hmm. we'll welcome in our new person and, and just keep on going with our mission. Definitely. Well, Joyce, give us some of your background because when I think of the why, I do think of always seeing you there for, for a long, long time. I have been. I uh, I started there when I was little. I actually took lessons at the YWCA when I was very little. And then when it was time for me to join the swim team, I, I moved over and joined the swim team at the, the YM, and, um, which is kind of funny since I've been coaching it now for about 10 years. And I, I swam there until I was nine and... Then I, I moved on to a, a local um, team that, that's outside the YMCA and swam there all the way through college. But I did come back and work at the Y after I turned 16 and I lifeguarded and taught swimming lessons as well as doing that in almost all of the pools that we had around the community at that time. Then after graduating college, I, I came back for a little bit again and became an aquatics director. And, and, and unfortunately, another job presented itself that that just was a little more up my alley at the time. And and so I moved on and then I just continued to come back and back and back and back because it's just my favorite place to be. So I came back when I was in my late twenties, met my husband there. He was the program director and I was the aquatics director. And then uh, we moved with his job and we went to Ohio and I was an aquatics director at a Y in Ohio. And then I came back after a while and, and, was a teacher, but I missed teaching swimming lessons. So I taught swimming lessons as well as teaching. And then I 
uh, had to take a, a little break for maternity for a couple of years. And, and, but I still did teach lessons here and there. I was more of a sub than a, a consistent person, somebody they could always call in if they needed some extra help. Cause that's always something we need at the Y. And then we moved to Mississippi. And when we moved back about 10 years ago, I, I didn't think we were going to be here that long. And it's been 11 years. And I started teaching swimming lessons again. And it just progressed through all the jobs I think they have at the Y until I'm I'm sitting where I am today. Well, we are glad that you're back. And see, I wasn't crazy. I did see you all those years because, again, when I think of the Y, I have seen you there off and on forever. And that's exactly why listening to your career. So we are very happy to have you here. And Joyce, one of the one of the things I don't even know if you realize, but one of the, th- the things that you said to me one time was so valuable. And you said, I'm jumping into the swimming piece of it. You said that kids have to ask before they can get in the water. Talk about that and why that's so important. Well, the YMCA uh, I'm actually in the third iteration of their swimming lesson program. I've been with the Y for so long. So um, with this last one, which happened within the last decade, they updated their program and uh, used new child psychology and all the new information that's been out there, especially, like I said, with uh, mental health and uh so much of our special needs population and incorporated all of that and what the kids really need to learn in order to save themselves. And one of the first things with that is that they need to learn to ask permission to get in the water and not just run and and jump in when their adult with them is not ready for them to be in or it's not safe for them to be in. So, you know, kids are so attracted to water. It is just absolutely for most children, um, bath time and they just associate it with fun and and happiness and so they're so excited to get in and so we really push families to remember that they need to help us help them teach their children to ask permission so when they're waiting on the ramp to go to swimming lessons they have to turn to their adult that they're with and say can I go swimming and their adult has to say yes and then we take our classes around and then they have to ask us permission um, because we might be getting equipment and we might be getting the toys out for later and we want them to remember that they can't just jump in and that they need to wait until it is okay. And that continues all the way through the lessons. If somebody jumps in without us counting one, two, three, go or ready, set, go, three, two, one, blast off, we reset them back up on the the side and remind them that, remember, you have to wait for permission and, and this isn't you asking, this is me telling. And so we just continually put that that information into them and, and we hope that eventually that does become routine for them. And we know it has. I've had several families tell me that they've been to vacation and hotel pools and their kids will come over and remember to ask them if they can go in the water. Uh, We've had otherwise that have reported the same thing that that's just been, since we've instituted that, it's just become a huge part of families um, being more safe around the pool. Mm-hmm. And I love that piece of it. Um, talk about lessons and when when they start, when you offer them, what age is a good age? So our lessons run monthly. We do take several breaks along the year. So if it's a five-week month, um, that way they usually always start right at the beginning of the month and towards the end. Uh, registration is always that last week of the session. So families, if they're not familiar, they have to take a break you know, that's something that we can remind them that that is very consistent throughout our, our year. So for right now, we're in the last week of swimming lessons. 
for the end of 2023. And registration is open now for our January session. They run four weeks most months of the year. And so our first lesson of 2024 will start the week of January 2nd. We have lessons Monday and, or I'm sorry, Tuesday and Thursday in the evening starting at 4.30 and another one at 5.15. And then we have some specialty classes that that run after six o'clock. And then we also are starting up again. We had these last year and they were hugely successful, our Wednesday daytime classes. So this is for our preschool age children that are um, still home and not not attending preschool because an adult stays home with them or they stay with grandma and grandpa. And then our homeschool community that, you know, really likes to get things done during the day and not take up their evening hours with their family. So they make this part of their PE program. And so that's from 1030 to 11.15 and 11.15 till 12 for the two different um, levels of classes. Great. Lots of good offerings. Let's take our next break and then we'll come back and continue the conversation. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection this morning. Today we have Joyce Brewett from the YMCA and we were just talking about swimming lessons and the importance of that and the importance of having children ask before they get into the water. It's such a great safety measure. So Joyce, as we end this year, we're looking to gear up toward the next year. Of course, you know what enters everybody's mind. The exercise facilities get crowded. Um, what, what can you say? Well, we love it. it. It's 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 a great time of year for us. We love to see so many people coming in and uh, working on their fitness and health goals, and we are here for them to do that. So, starting in January, we do our membership special. I believe this year it is pay the day. So, we do have a joiner fee that is required. It helps with maintenance of our building. And But we do take several months out of the year where we offer that at either uh, free or at a discount so that we can help people meet those goals and not have a financial issue with that. So uh, of co- unfortunately, of course, we're closed on, on New Year's Day, so no $1 joiner fee. But starting on the Tuesday, it'll be a, a $2 joiner fee, which is up to, an I think, an $83 savings and for families coming in. So that's quite a substantial savings. Um, Along with that, though, with the savings for families, I just do want to point out that we never turn anyone for their, uh, turn away anyone for their inability to pay. Uh, We have extensive uh, scholarship programs, and uh, we just don't want anybody to feel like that is, that our facility is an impossibility for them. We do know that it is more expensive than some of the other facilities around town, but since we do offer so many other activities and events, the swimming pool, um, basketball, it, it does set us slightly apart from some of the other fitness centers. So um, we know that the cost sometimes can be higher and we want to make sure that everybody knows that in the community that that's just, again, part of our mission that we just don't refuse anybody um, for their inability to pay for any of our programs. Mm-hmm. And, and Joyce, you know, you're right. It's exactly a part of the mission. And I'm not sure that people understand the YMCA is so much more than, than an exercise facility. Uh, again, spirit, mind, and body. Yes. I mean, we offer everything from, speaking of coming up in the next year, we've got uh, basketball, our youth basketball program that runs in the wintertime is starting back up again on January 6th. We have a separate little class for our three to kindergartners with their parents so that they can get that foundation of 
basketball and rules and and good sportsmanship. And then our youth are going to be divided into first and second grade and third and fourth grade. Um, and they'll run for about seven weeks. Our soccer will start for youth um, February 17th and run for about eight weeks. Um, we're partnering with uh, Chris Bell from Head Hoops Basketball Training for the basketball. And then we partner with um, Danville Soccer Association for the soccer, which is great because we we only run a beginning session of all these things. And we want kids to be able to go out with that and and learn more uh, from other organizations that can provide that. And so um, Danville Soccer Association has a fantastic program and we certainly would never want to take away from theirs, but we're we're so glad that they're helpful in, in getting kids started in soccer with us. And same with basketball. So many of the kids, we, we go up to fourth grade because we know those kids are going into their middle school and, and upper elementary and high school classes. And so, you know, we don't need to offer basketball lessons for everybody. We just need to get them started in the program so that they get that interest going. Same mm-hmm. with the swim lessons, and they can move on to the swim team, which we do offer, but so does the um, public high school. So we we just want to be that, that place where kids can learn. And then um, if we don't offer that as a long-term learning environment, that we are, are perfectly happy to partner with other organizations that do it bigger than us and have the capability of doing it bigger than us and and help them along as well. I, I like the idea of the partnership and, you know, getting that start. And again, during winter months, you can't, you can't use outdoor facilities. So it all makes perfect sense to just get that basic foundation. And Joyce, um, again, moving toward the adult piece of it, uh, we do see a lot of people coming in. And as you said, that's amazing. That's a great thing to do. And you all offer so many different varieties of things for adults. Tell us about some of those. Well, we have... Uh, our facility is much larger. That if you've not been into our facility, is a lot, mar- lot larger than what it looks like. That's the one one comment I always get after I give um, new members or prospective members tours. I had no idea there was this much space in here and this many things going on. So obviously, we have our swimming pool and our wellness center. That's where people get the gym and swim concept for for the Y. But uh, we do have two gyms. We have a a small gym and a larger gym. We offer our fitness classes, which we have, I think it's 98 different uh, in-person instructor classes a week from yoga and and pound um, our new Les Mills. Well, I guess it's not so new anymore. We've had it for about three years. Our Les Mills program, uh, water exercise. So we have just such a wide variety of classes for people to choose from, as well as our silver sneakers programs, which for a lot of people, it's uh, going back to our senior population that is paid through their insurance. So people should really check that out because that's such a huge savings for people on a limited budget. Um, but we have amazing instructors and they're we're just so happy that we found a lot of the people that we have because they just are so great for the community and so great for us. And, and we just love having the instructors that we have because they just bring such a breadth of knowledge of fitness and exercise to the community. We have the basketball courts and you can come play basketball. We have two racquetball courts. One of our racquetball courts has been transitioned into a volleyball or volleyball court. So the, the net is set up year round. We do find that we have a lot of the girls from the middle school and high school that they have 
volleyball at their school as a sport come over and use that as time to practice. But we do see a lot of families and teenagers down there in the evenings um, having that as something else to um, interact with if they're not into swimming and basketball. So pickleball has become a new thing. We uh, do have all the equipment for pickleball. We um, are happy to have or help people learn how to set it up in our small gym. It's all marked out for it. And um, it's just becoming something that's getting more and more popular as time goes on. In fact, next year, we're having uh, huge amounts of improvements continuing in our building, which we're so pleased with the foundations and grants in our community that have been donating and helping us stay um keep our building up to date and moving along. So our outside basketball court is going to be resurfaced and relined and pickleball will be one of the things that we will be adding to that so that that's something spring, summer and fall that people can play outside and get some fresh air as well as they're exercising. So we have personal training, we have private lessons. So so even if you enjoy some of those things, but you don't quite know where to start, uh, I have a nice... Um, lady right now she's in her late 50s and her kids swim and and her grandkids swim and and she just feels kind of left out when she's um, on family vacations that she just feels so uncomfortable in the water so we're doing private lessons and she's moving along really well but we we love to see that that people pick up things later in life um, for some of our our older adults um, even some of our younger adults that just have realized that that's something that they're missing either that fitness part where they come in and get personal training because you know, they love to work out and they want to be healthier, but they don't know where to start. So we offer so many of those services. Even just when you come in and join as your membership, you get a free equipment evaluation. So they'll we'll have one of our personal trainers take you back to the back, show you how everything works, and kind of go over some preliminary things and answer any questions that people have. We just want people to feel as comfortable as possible when they come in and be able to meet those health and wellness goals that they're that they're aiming for, whatever it may be. Awesome. Joyce, we are out of time, but you have given us so much good information. And again, as we're closing out one year and moving into another, the YMCA should certainly be on everyone's radar. Um, We appreciate what you all do. And we will have you back on because, again, we didn't even get into the activities, um, the different events that you do, which is plentiful. Um, So we'll have you back on. We'll talk about that. But if anybody wants more information about the YMCA, who should they contact or what should they do? Um, our front desk staff is absolutely equipped to answer any questions. So they can call our main phone number at 217-274. Nope, nope. 217-442-0563. <laughs> I was about to give everybody my phone number. Um, <laughs> or you can, um, all of our uh, information is updated on our website um, very regularly. I make sure that that is um, absolutely as up to date as possible. So at www.danvilleymca.org. But uh, if the front desk can't answer any questions, we have all of our staff there that is um, specialty to certain areas. And and we are happy to talk to people and, and like I said, help them understand and meet their goals and and know what we have to offer. So any of us can get on the phone and chat with people for a while if they have questions. Okay, great information. Joyce, thank you so much for being with us. Audience, we'll be back in the morning. We're going to have Dr. Wiarda on from Carl, and we'll talk about heart health. We'll be back then. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.